coffee and chit chat with Kim. Thank you so much for joining me today. Go ahead and grab your cup of coffee, get cozy, and let's get chatting. Good morning everybody and welcome to Coffee and Chit Chat with Kim. Today we are going to be talking about a subject that is um like a repeat of history. We're going to be talking about what's going on in Tennessee right now with the book burnings. And we're going to go over all that stuff. And I'm going to tell you what I think about it, of course, because that's what you're here to listen to is my opinion on it. Um, So grab your cup of coffee or whatever potion you're drinking today and let's get into it. All right. So before we get into our major topic, let's go ahead and catch up. What's going on with you guys today? Today, it is Sunday. February 6th, right here on the North Shore of Long Island, we have a sunny 23 degrees outside, and it's not going to get any warmer today. So we are bundled up, and it's a stay home all day today, nice and comfy, cozy. You don't have to go out, don't have to go anywhere, so that's a good thing. Um, but it's like starting to become this uh, weather struggle. We can see it now, you know, between the changing of the seasons, you always see where um, like for instance, right now, winter and spring is duking it out. And one day it's 23 degrees and the next day it's 43 and they go back and forth. And, um, it's just that struggle until spring kind of makes its official arrival and the weather warms up. And so that's kind of what's going on today. But, um, what else is going on? Oh, I wanted to reach out to you wonderful people that listen to me babble every week. And, let you know that we have a request um, for any help with any type of information regarding legal help, free legal help, um, any type of um, financial assistance to acquire a lawyer, anything like that that can be helpful to somebody who needs a lawyer but can't afford a lawyer. They are out in Arizona, um, so I'm not quite sure what the laws are over there how anything works, but if you are local to Arizona or you just have some kind of knowledge that you can share, please, I encourage you to leave me a message um, or you can contact me on one of my social platforms on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email me and I'll link everything in the description of this episode below. So if you have any information about how somebody could get a lawyer who's actually going to care too, not somebody who's just going to show up to court and not try, you know, she, this person, she needs help. So if somebody has any information, please get at me and let me know what we can do to help this person. I really appreciate you guys stepping up and um, being there for, for us when we need you. So I'm calling on all of you again. If you have any information, please just let me know what we can do to help this person in need. Thank you so much. Okay, so what else is going on? So I, I think in my last episode explained the name change, the journey change, and you know, um, all that. So we're not really going to get into that too much today, but I just wanted to share with you guys that I have recently been studying and researching and finding 
out information about like where is where is my place in this world you know like what what am i supposed to be doing so i've recently taken my craft to a serious level and i've started to follow and study with um laura o'brien she's a co-founder of the irish pagan school that you can find online she's a native to ireland she's an author she's a pagan and she is um uh she works with um the morgan i'm sorry i was at a loss for words there for a second she works with the morgan and if you guys are, are not familiar with that i encourage you to please go look it up do some research the morgan is a goddess um an irish goddess that um i feel particularly called to um and feel like she is calling me so i've decided to really dive in head first and research it and learn everything that I can um, because I really want to be very well educated when it comes to things like this and I don't want to rush into things or you know get ahead of myself because this is really not something that I want to take very lightly. I believe in this with my entire being so I wanted to really learn everything that I could about the Morgan. So I decided to follow Laura O'Brien. She has a YouTube channel as well, where she has so much great information. She has multiple different playlists about, um, you know, the folklore of Ireland, tales of Ireland, and a lot of really great information about the Morgan. Um, she also has all of that information available on her um, Irish Pagan School website, and you can go and join and, you know, look up all of the classes and stuff like that. It's just really great. She's a really awesome author. You know, she has such books as um, Irish Witchcraft, A Practical Guide to the Pagan Priesthood, um, Tales of Old Ireland, Irish Queen, and so much more, and she's not done yet. So I'm really looking forward to starting my collection of her books and getting into it and I'm so excited and she uh, really explains things very well in a way that people can understand them you know if you're not familiar with um, witchcraft or the Morgan or pagans or Ireland or anything like that she you can definitely start watching her YouTubes without knowing anything because she explains it in such a way that it's very easy to understand I would suggest that you bring a notebook and a pen and take notes because for me, there's no way that I can remember everything that she has to say because there's so much information. So I have to take notes, but she's a great, great person to follow and a really good author. So with that being said, let's take that into today's topic, burning books in Tennessee, but this lovely, lovely gem of a man, pastor Greg Locke. In Tennessee is burning books that are quote-unquote witchcraft like such as Twilight and Harry Potter I mean I know JK is an asshole but come on Harry Potter really what damage do you think Harry Potter is going to do to the world are you serious are we not adults can we not decipher what is fantasy and reality we are really okay Greg, calm yourself down and sit down. So I wanted to read to you the article that I found on it, and then I'm going to 
um, break that down for us here. So this is an article that I found on the internet uh, written by Morgan Sung, and it says, a far-right pastor hosted a book-burning event encouraging parishioners to toss their books like Harry Potter and Twilight into a fire to denounce what he described as demonic materials. Greg Locke, head pastor at Global Vision Bible Church, held a book-burning event Wednesday night and urged followers to burn, quote, evil garbage, unquote, like young adult fantasy books, tarot cards, voodoo dolls, and crystals. Quote, bring all your Harry Potter stuff. Laugh all you want, haters. I don't care. In all caps, he says, it's witchcraft 100%, end quote. Locke said in an Instagram post on Monday, all you Twilight books and movies, that mess is full of spells, demonism, shape-shifting, and occultism. In a video live-streamed on Facebook, churchgoers hurl books and other items deemed associated with witchcraft into a massive bonfire on the church's parking lot in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. The burning begins about an hour into the live stream. Oh, boy. Well, where do I begin? Um, Greg, do you need a hug? Did your mom not let you have candy and chocolate when you were little? Like, honestly, what is your problem? Crystals? We're going to throw crystals into the fire, Greg? I'm sorry. Do you know what crystals are? They're rocks, right? Rocks. Um, do you know... Do you know what you're standing on right now, Greg? You're standing on a giant rock. Are you serious? Are you serious? Tarot cards, voodoo dolls. Oh, I dare you. I dare you, Greg. Go ahead. Wouldn't want to be you. Wouldn't want to be you. I dare you throw a voodoo doll in that fire. Not a smart man. Not a smart man, yet he's in charge of um, a church. Oh, right. That makes sense. Um, I mean, <laughs> Stephanie Myers must be sitting there going, I just wanted to write a book because I like vampires. Like, like, honestly, she's not, she's not a, a demon. She's not, she's not an evil person. She's not, she, I, honestly, it's a fantasy book. It's fiction. We are adults, Greg. We understand the difference between life and fiction. Do you? Honestly, I'm this when I read this, it blew me away. I was like, they're burning books in Tennessee. And then I said, well, you know, I guess it's just history repeating itself. Sounds an awful lot like those um, 1933 book burnings where they burned the books that were, quote, un-German. <laughs> oh, the irony kills me. So I'm going to read this to you. May 10th, 1933. University students burn upwards of 25,000 un-German books in Berlin's Opera Square. Some 40,000 people gathered to hear Joseph Goebbels deliver a fiery address. Quote, no to decadence and moral corruption. End quote. As part of an effort to align German arts and culture with Nazi ideas, University students in college towns across Germany burned thousands of books they considered to be un-German, heralding an era of state censorship and cultural control. Students threw books pillaged mostly from public and university libraries onto bonfires with great ceremony, band playing, and so-called fire oaths. 
the students sought to purify German literature of, quote, foreign, especially Jewish, and other immoral influences. Among the authors those works were burned was Helen Keller, an American whose belief in social justice encouraged her to champion disabled persons, pacifism, improved conditions for industrial workers, and women's voting rights. So, of course, she must have been evil, right? How un-German. What? And that's not all. So there's multiple accounts in history of where we can see um, that this crazy idea started somewhere. And it goes back as far as um, the Mayan sacred text. So the indigenous Mayans that the Catholic Bishop Diego de Landa encountered on the Yucatan Peninsula in the 16th century came to trust him so much that they shared with him something special. Sacred writings preserved on deerskin in Mayan hieroglyphics. These books were jealously guarded, secret, and exclusive possessions, according to the anthropologist Inga Clendenin in her book, Ambivalent Conquest, Maya and Spaniard in Yucatan, 1517-1570. But a few years later, Landa betrayed that trust. Accompanied by other church officials, he gathered as many of these books as he could, and he burned them. They were full of superstition and lies of the devil, he later wrote. We burned them all, which they regretted to an amazing degree and caused them great affliction. Gee, I wonder why. Could it be the same reason why you shouldn't be burning voodoo dolls, Greg? I think so. Let's go on. And it gets even crazier. See, the people start um, going completely insane because then they attacked Braille books. Yes, I said Braille books, you know, for the people of the blind. Must be evil if you can't see, right? Side note, I am partially blind. Yeah. Okay. So it says, ask anyone burning books why they're doing it, and they'll likely claim high-minded reasons because the books are obscene or blasphemous or not supportive of their fascist regimes, such as the Nazis. But why in the early 1840s did the head of the French School for the Blind, where student-turned-teacher Louis Braille developed his embossed dot-code burn more than 70 books that he had been printing? Um, Pierre Armand Dafoe's reasons, as explained by the American Federation for the Blind, Sam Petty. Rivalry and a fear of obsolence. Dafoe was who was not blind, supported a different embossing method that was easier for sighted teachers to teach, even though it was harder for the blind to read and write. If Braille's method succeeded, Defo was, quote, afraid that there would be no need for sighted teachers. After the Braille book burning, students and other teachers at the school rebelled, continuing to use Braille in secret. Eventually, Defo relented, and in later years, he even claimed a measure of credit for Braille's invention. I'm seeing a trend of psychopaths. I don't know about you guys, but um, yeah. Okay, so what else? Um, Comstock laws. The New York Society for the Suppression of Vice was so gung-ho about burning books that it included an image of the act on its official seal. Yeah, that's another level of crazy, right? Its founder, Anthony Comstock, was so disgusted by the pro-liferation of pornography among his fellow soldiers 
while serving in the Union Army during the Civil War that he spent the rest of his life campaigning against it. A series of state and federal laws banning obscenity are now commonly referred to as the Comstock Laws. Comstock's idea of what was obscene was expansive and included Walt Women's Leaves of Grass, anatomy textbooks for medical students, and especially anything providing women with information about contraception. Books are feeders for brothels, he declared. Comstock allegedly oversaw the destruction of 15 tons of books. Let's not educate women. God forbid, right? Mm, that's what they say. God forbid. God forbid what? He doesn't care if women read. Are you serious? I'm sure he doesn't. I mean, I don't know him too well, but honestly, and then burning Walt Mittman's leaves of grass. Why? Because he was gay. Are you serious? I mean, I'm not his biggest fan, but okay. Um, and then, you know, we go back to the Nazis and here we are again with Harry Potter. It is perhaps fitting that the one best-selling book of all time should also be the most regularly burned book. I just don't even understand. There was the 2001 bonfire by a church in um, Alamo Gordo, New Mexico, in which Ouija boards were thrown in for good measure, you know, just in case. Oh, a 2003 burning by pastors in Michigan and a 2002 main incident in which five pastors slashed copies of the book after they couldn't get a bonfire permit from the fire department. All of them claimed that the fictional series promoted sorcery and witchcraft. <coughs> Excuse me. In 2017, Firestarters had a new reason to light up the books of J.K. Rowling's vocal opposition to President Donald Trump. Rowling was nonplussed, telling one former fan of Twitter, I've still got your money, so by all means, borrow my lighter. <laughs> In 2019, a priest in Poland had to apologize and pay a fine after burning one of the Potter books, along with an African mask, elephant figurines, and a Buddha statue. He had told his congregants to bring in things that disturbed them. Buddha disturbs him. Well, I wonder why. It must be that evilness on your skin giving you an itch, right? And then we have the war in Afghanistan. No books have gone up in flames as consistently throughout human history as religious texts like the Bible, the Quran, the Talmud. Seriously, it's, it's constantly... It's constantly happening. So in a few cases, the source of those flames have been the federal government. Hmm. Interesting, right? I think so. In 2009, copies of the Christian Bible were burned by the U.S. military in Afghanistan. The Bibles had been translated into Dari and Pashtal and sent to members of the military at Bagram Air Base by a Christian group. Nobody, nobody wants your Bibles over there because... Because they have their own stuff. Like, stop it. When a military chaplain found out that the books were confiscated and eventually burned. Oh my god. In 2012, a Taliban suicide bomber attacked the same base for, quote, revenge after news got out that four Qurans had been accidentally burned. 
accidentally burned. Okay. The Muslim holy books were part of a collection that had been confiscated from prisoners after officials suspected that they were passing secret messages in the book. <sighs> Outrage over the burning led to protests across Afghanistan that left 30 people dead. One of the weirder book burnings also came via the U.S. military. That's a surprise. Former Army Reserve and Defense Intelligence Officer Anthony Schaefer submitted his memoir, Operation Darkheart, for Pentagon approval as a standard, but the process was apparently bungled. By the time intelligence officials flagged 200 passages they said contained classified information, 10,000 copies had already been published, so the Defense Department paid the publisher nearly $50,000 to purchase them all and subsequently burn them. News of the book burning bolstered sales or future printings of the book by then and uh, <laughs> the author told New York Times, I can only wish that the government would destroy more, more of my clients' books. Ain't that something? So that's all of it, like all of the um, notable historical book burnings, I guess. And I'm sure that there's more that we don't have record of. But um, being the mother of a literature major and future author, I can say one thing. Why is nobody understanding that we live here in America, right? The land that the Patriots love to talk about so much is such a great land. They're so great. We are. And why are we burning books? For ridiculous reasons. These crazy thoughts, these are the same crazy thoughts that not only burned books, but burned women. Okay? At the stake. Because they got... They thought that they were witches. This is hysteria. This is craziness. This is people panicking. These are, this is also another form of manipulation of how to control people. And it's just crazy. And it's getting out of hand. And the world is becoming a very scary place. And then people want to question like Gen Z, like why they are not having kids. Well, because they're smart. Because there's some, why would you bring a life into this world right now? Like, that's my own personal opinion. And if you have kids or pregnant or want to start a family, that's you. You do you. You got your little piece of the world. And I got mine. And the way I see things is that it's scary. And I'm so scared. My daughter is going to be 22. But yet, I'm so afraid of what's going to be just left to her. Not imagine her generation's kids. This is craziness. You know, it's like. Don't you have anything better to do, Greg? Go go inside. Write your sermon for next Sunday. Calm down. Have a glass of sweet tea. Okay? And everything's going to be fine. Harry, Harry Potter is not evil. We understand that they were children. Um, we are adults. We understand the difference between reality and fiction. Maybe you should do a little bit more research, Greg, because you obviously don't understand... If you are encouraging people to um, throw voodoo dolls and tarot cards into the fire, I really hope that you are prepared to take on the responsibility that comes with that for your parishioners. Because it's never going to be a good outcome. It's just not. I can tell you, as a witch, um, we're not purposely looking to come and get you, Greg. 
we don't care what you're doing. We don't care who you are. We don't care. Okay. We can, I promise you, we're not evil. Witches are not evil. We're not demons. We're not going to come and get your children. We don't want them. Um, we don't care about you. So listen, here's my thing. I believe in your right to believe in whatever you want. And I would expect the same thing from you, Greg, for you to respect what I believe in and look at the beauty of being different. Because if we were all the same, how boring would this world be, right, Greg? So look and find the beauty in the differences. That's all I'm going to say. And um, use caution with that fire. Okay? So, everybody, I'd love to know your opinions. Even if they're different from mine, that's okay. Like I said, that's what makes this world beautiful. So, leave me a message. Connect with me on my social media platforms. Look for us on um, Facebook. It's just my name, Kimberly Zaleppa. Check me out. Come and be my friend. Um, and then I have my Instagram. And we also have, coming soon, my YouTube channel. And if you are... Um, into the spiritual world, if you're a healer, a shaman, witch, um, on your journey, don't know what you want to do, don't have a title, but bring good energy, please, I welcome you to come and check out the group that I host on Facebook. It is called Green Witch Blue House. It is set up as a safe space for all people that are just going to bring good energy and witches like to share their knowledge and post whatever they want. There's really no strict rules on that group. I just ask that you be respectful of each other. And um, I feel like it would be a great place for us to all learn from each other. So check that out if you'd like. I do have an Amazon list going that I will put there of all the products that I use around my house. And in the description box below, I will be putting information about Laura O'Brien and her books and her Irish pagan school and her YouTube channel and all that good stuff for you to go and discover and see if she's something that you would be interested in. So with that being said, I think I'm going to go read a book, maybe one about witchcraft. I'm going to, I'm going to think about Greg while I'm doing it and think about all the people who believe that burning a book is going to get them something. I don't know. It just seems a little archaic to me, but, you know, whatever. Okay. So with that being said, I'm going to go finish my coffee um, and read a book about witchcraft and enjoy my Sunday. And you guys enjoy yours, but please remember, be kind.